Welcome to the Five Freedom Show. My name is William Wood. And my name is Christian Vesterfeld. And we're here to help you find the freedom that you've long deserved. We believe that there are five basic freedoms that every human being deserves. We believe that these five freedoms can be cultivated. We're here to entertain you. We're here to inform you. We're here to help you take your life to the next level. So if you're ready to have some fun, if you're ready to learn something new, then go ahead and crank up the volume because we're ready to rock and roll. Before I get into today's episode, I want to give you a quick glimpse into my experience in producing an episode. It's past bedtime. The kids are all in bed. I don't know if they're asleep, but I'm outside in my car and I've been sitting out here for probably a good 15, 20 minutes. I've had about maybe two or three other cuts um, none of which have really quite met what I, I'm wanting to produce. The temperature outside is, it's pretty cold. And so I'm not running the car. I'm not wasting any gas. And so I'm a little chilled. But in addition to that, right now I have my cat sitting in my lap and he's purring and he's just completely content in being with me. And I'm just very grateful for that. I uh, just wanted to, to share with you uh, a little bit about what goes into creating these episodes. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And while it's fun, it's not always easy. Sometimes it's a real challenge. And this is a really great segue into today's episode. There is a highly popular euphemism or saying that goes, fake it until you make it. Now, I've got a major problem with that advice or that declaration. And the reason why is because when we are invited or encouraged to fake it until you make it, what you are being encouraged to do is to be deceptive. You're trying to trick other people into believing that you are capable of accomplishing more than what you really are capable of accomplishing at that time. Now, I'm not suggesting that you don't have the potential to accomplish what others are expecting of you. But at this point in time, you may not have the full skills or attributes or technical qualities to accomplish the task immediately at hand. Over time, yes. Now, when we are deceptive or when we are faking it, others are able to pick up on that disingenuous effort. When someone is lying to you, you can tell, you just get this gut feeling. There's something about what the individual is saying or doing, and it sets off your lie detector. And you're saying, wait a second, this person is not being 100% honest with me. Why are they not telling me everything? What are they trying to hide? 
So instead of running the risk of losing the trust of those around you, as well as the trust that you have for yourself, let's modify that declaration from fake it until you make it to practice until you perfect it or practice until you make it. Do you see, I mean, feel the difference between faking it till you make it compared to practice until you make it. Unlike faking it until you make it, practicing says to others, I recognize at this point of t- point in time, I'm not perfect. I am working on it. And so please be patient with me as I am trying to grow and improve my skills. And you will be completely blown away by how patient others are. And when you acknowledge, when you approach your professional and your romantic life like you are practicing it, people are going to give you honest and constructive feedback. I'm not saying that they will be infinitely patient, but at least they will recognize that you were putting in the necessary effort to improve instead of trying to deceive. Now, I want to take this to the next level. I want to give you an exercise in which you can learn to practice until you perfect a particular quality. Now, I believe that all of us have a natural level of empathy. Empathy is the ability to emotionally and socially, spiritually, and physically connect, to understand or to appreciate and respect the challenges and the hardships that others are going through. You don't have to have the same experience as someone else in order to have a high level of empathy. Now, why is empathy so important? Because when you are when you have a high level of empathy, you gain the trust of others. People will come to you because they will have a sense that you genuinely connect and that you are not judgmental and that you are going to be patient and loving with them as they are going through their own journey of life. The following exercise is one that I use with clients that I that I work with to help them enhance their empathy skills. Again, we all have an innate or natural base for empathy. Yet it is a that attribute is also a skill. And if it is a skill, 
it is one that we can significantly improve. Again, we can practice empathy until we perfect empathy. So here is the exercise. What I'm going to ask you to do is to get a piece of paper, fold it in half, and then fold it in half again. And then once you've created those lines, tear that sheet of paper into quarters. And then you're going to, on each of those pieces of paper, you're going to write something down that is important to you. So in the first square, what I want you to do is I want you to write down the person you trust the most. For this exercise, I I don't want it to be an animal. I want, it needs to be an individual whom you can have a back and forth dialogue. So once you have written that down on one square, set that square to the side, and then on the second square, write down a place where you feel the safest. Honestly, for me, one of the places that I feel the safest, like right now, I feel super safe in my car. Another place that I feel very safe is in my home. And more specifically, the place that I feel the safest is the bathroom. Because when you're going to the bathroom, who is going to barge in on you? Nobody really wants to see you in action. So that is why I feel like the bathroom is the safest. For your exercise, choose a place where you feel the safest. So square number one, write down the person you trust the most. Square number two, I want you to write down the place where you feel the safest. And then square number three, I want you to write down your favorite book or your favorite activity or your favorite aspect of a job or your favorite aspect of the relationship that you're in. Okay. Once you've written that down, set that one to the side. Now, this is a, an exercise that you can be doing on your own. Since you are doing this practice by yourself, I want you to write down a secret that nobody in the world knows. Really, you have never vocalized the secret to anybody. Now we're going to get into what you're going to be doing with these four squares. Now that you've written those four squares out, Again, the first one is the person you trust the most. The second is the place where you feel the safest. The third is your favorite activity, your favorite exercise, your favorite book, whatever. Your favorite something, your favorite food that you like to eat. And then the fourth is a secret. Now, take that first piece of paper, the person you trust the most. And I want you to consider what it is about this particular individual that you like about them and why you enjoy their presence. What are the qualities 
that makes this individual so trustworthy. Now, here's where you're going to learn to feel and connect with others. That piece of paper that you wrote down, who you trust the most, I want you to tear that up into tiny pieces. And as you tear up that piece of paper, I want you to be mindful of how that makes you feel. Do you feel comfortable doing this? What is your emotional, spiritual experience as you are doing this? You now no longer have this ability to talk with that person. You feel in it? Okay? This particular aspect of the exercise helps you increase your empathy when you are talking or working with somebody who has experienced a significant loss in their life. And even though you may not have had that same loss, you can feel on that emotional and spiritual level what they are also feeling. Because you know what it is like to experience loss. Isn't that powerful? For the second square, I want you to consider what is it about this particular place that makes you feel comfortable? Why do you feel so safe in that particular location? Once you've come up with all of the different reasons why you feel safe, what I want you to do is scribble all over that square, all over with a whole bunch of different harsh or dirty words. And then once you've done that, tear it up and throw it away. What is this experience like? There are people who have had experiences in their life where their place of refuge has been destroyed or has been compromised. And so this is a way for you to be able to better feel where they are coming from when they share with you that they don't feel comfortable anymore going to a particular location or being around a particular group of people or individual. For square number three, I want you to do the same thing. Tear that piece of paper in itty, teeny, bitsy little pieces and then throw it away. This is like taking something that somebody really values and appreciates and it's no longer they no longer have that as part of their life. So I'm just going to share with you a quick experience. A number of years ago, my daughter had perfect hearing. She had, you know, in both her right ear and her left ear, perfect hearing. 
And then one day she came home from school complaining about a buzzing in the ear, sent her in to meet with the nurse, the school nurse. The nurse recommended that she go and meet with a doctor. And within two weeks, she went completely deaf in her left ear. So she only has hearing in her right ear. Even though I have perfect hearing in both my right and left ear, I can still experience and have a high level of empathy for my daughter, despite the fact that I have perfect hearing, because I have experienced loss in my life. Loss of things that are deeply important. Now, the fourth thing, instead of ripping that piece of paper, I want you to fold that piece of paper up and then you keep it. Tuck it away and put it in a safe place. Now, as you are putting it in the safe place, I want you to be mindful. What are your fears and concerns? Are you thinking, but if I leave this written on this sheet of paper, then somebody might discover it? And what if they do? What if somebody did in fact come across that secret? How would you like for them to react? Your greatest fear would be that they reject you. Your greatest hope would be that they respect and be mindful and talk to you and let you know that they still love you. Everyone that we come in contact with has a secret in their life that they are absolutely terrified that you are going to learn about them. And just like you, your fear that somebody else is going to come across that secret, that sheet of paper that you wrote, that deep, dark secret that you hope nobody ever comes across. And if they do, you hope that they are, they have a high level of empathy as you are interacting with others. Be aware that they have secrets and should you ever come across one, Work with them, talk with them, treat them the way that you would like them to treat you. This is a particular skill that you can use to help increase and enhance your ability to be more empathic as you work with others. Again, do not fake empathy because if you are faking empathy... What you are doing is being disingenuous. You're being deceptive. And when you lie, others feel it. And you're going to lose their trust. So as you are working on your empathy, practice. And let them know that you are practicing on your empathy. And as you are practicing your empathy... They will trust you and they will give you honest feedback because you have proven yourself to be honest. 
if you like today's show, you'll absolutely love the coaching, training, and products that Christian and I have put together. You can find out more information by going to www.willandchristian.com. You can also reach out to the office at 801-203-3405. Again, that's www.willandchristian.com.